Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. (laughs) We've only got a week to go. (laughs) Until the big day is here. One week of freedom left. Oh, no, come on. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Welcome to another happy pod, the most... Uh, matrimonious podcast in the world. <laughs> My name is Nathan. As always, I'm joined by the groom to be. His name is Lawrence Heisey. How are you feeling today, sir? I'm feeling no really one uplifted. cares, oh, no, Lawrence, no, 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 no. because you need to tell us what this silly little show is all about. Nathan, this is the show where we get together, we talk about things in pop culture, movies, TV shows, games, and we discuss them and we avoid all the toxic nonsense you see in media discourse and we have a very, very good time while we do it. And we also get married. But we don't get married. <laughs> I mean, we, we, it's not too late. We could do. <clears throat> we can do. We can tie the knot. There's, no, there's nothing stopping us. You're ordained. Kind is of. that expired? That must be expired by I, now. I don't think it expires. No, but sure. Like, like things change, don't they? Like but not the, the law of God. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realise it was God's law we were acting under. <laughs> yeah. uh, my my mistake, and apologies, God, uh, if he's listening. He's listening. He's always listening. <laughs> Very good. You're never alone when you're with God. Exactly. <laughs> right, now that we've taken that weird detour, Nathan, how, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm good. I spoke to you about an hour ago when we recorded another podcast, which is available Mondays at 10am, and that is still got legs, the Doctor Who Rewatch podcast, brought to you by Never Happy Studios. Check it out, it's a good fun time. We talk about Doctor Who. We do, hence, hence why it's a do- It'd be weird if we spoke about something else in the Doctor Who Rewatch podcast. No, we could talk about Torchwood. Oh, that's true. We, we have also kind of touched on Torchwood vaguely. This is, this is not what you guys are here for. What are we doing today? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I felt like that was a nice. You've 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 lifted my spirits. That was a nice. That I needed that little boost in the evening. Um, <laughs> Did you? Things not so great. <laughs> no, no, no. They were good. No, they were good. But you know, you know when people say like exercising makes you feel good. <laughs> oh yeah. 
I feel like that's a lie because today I've had a salad and I've had an exercise. Yeah. And I feel and I feel worn out and gross. <laughs> you uh, feel so. like shit now, do you? <laughs> yeah. But I've got a suit to get into. But I'll be honest, that's what I needed. I needed that motivation. <laughs> You're cutting it a bit fine, mate. You've got a fucking week to go. And you're like, now is the time to start my wedding workout routine. No, I've been I've been doing daily long walks with the dog, but like now it is coming down to the final week. It's more like I should probably get give dust off those weights a little bit. Maybe just yeah. the last little bit. You know when guys do press ups before they go out on the pool, as yeah. the lads say? Yeah, that that's the equivalent of this for people getting married. We we absolutely know all about that. Going out on the pool. Yeah, we're experts in that field. We might be experts in that field. The one thing we're not experts in is doing the press ups, however. And also going out on the pool, we're not experts. Yeah, no, in that. yeah, we're not. We're not I mean, I'm literally getting married, so I've done that. I did that a while ago. You didn't. <laughs> No, I didn't really, did didn't, I? didn't, no. I was there with you. You never did. You were there? What? Oh, not always, I hope. Always. I'm like God. Oh, he's always watching. <laughs> You're never alone. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Weird way to out yourself as a pervert, Nathan, but that's fine. We'll roll with it. It's true. What are we discussing today, Lawrence? We're discussing Black Panther Wakanda Forever, only about two months late. Uh, about three. Oh, God. Well, anyway, join us next week. <laughs> no, so I paused because I thought you were going. I saw you move, and I thought you were going to go press your theme song that you like to press at this point in the oh, episode. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, yes, uh, sorry. I just got a cycle through my buttons here. Anyway, I understand. Another happy question. Nathan, uh, what we like to do here is I like to ask you a question at the start of every episode. Then I give you the uh, runtime of the episode to have a little think to yourself. um, And then you will give me the answer back. It will always typically pertain to whatever we are talking about. So today, we're obviously talking about Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And I am asking you, um, this obviously this movie comes off the back of the very, very sad passing of Chadwick Boseman. And this movie was kind of already planned out and mapped out before the news of his death broke and obviously that was a surprise to the entire the entire studio there was a lot of speculation about what would be done surrounding this franchise so i'm curious and i'm wondering uh what potential things you would have done differently if anything differently at all my serious one this week, Nathan. Okay, just write a Black Panther movie. No pressure for me. No, no, don't write a Black Panther movie. But like, I want the broad strokes. Like, are you are you giving the Black Panther mantle to anyone else that isn't Shuri? Are you you know seeing seeing what Mbaku could do? With Hold it? on. So so in this scenario, Chadwick, yes. God rest his soul, is still dead, and I have to write a whole new Black Panther movie. Yeah, you you've been given the very. Very tough circumstances that this movie had to contend with. And so, so you're not even giving me the the gift of doing a, a Black Panther movie with Chadwick. I I also have to figure out how to do this. But don't do what they did. Bring up an entirely new path. Cool. Easy enough. Well, look, Ryan Coogler was under <laughs> such pressure. This is the time. I'm to prove not your Ryan Coogler. <laughs> no, but this is. He but also you could got be. paid millions of dollars for his <laughs> trouble. Well, let's see if you could earn millions of dollars. But anyway, we will touch back in on that a bit later. So stay tuned if you'd like to hear Nathan's, <laughs> don't hold Nathan's your breath. strained answer to this. Yeah, I imagine. don't hold your breath for that one. <laughs> right, we're, talk- we're talking about the movie. Why are we talking about it three months after it's come out? Nathan? <laughs> because it's available on Disney Plus and we've seen it. <laughs> but I, I wanted to, I guess my jumping off point for this is I want to talk about a little bit about the relationship to Marvel now. Um, because neither of us jumped out of our seats to go and catch this one at the cinemas. No, but to be fair, we haven't jumped out of our seats to go 
see anything Marvel immediately in a while. Why do you think that is? Well, I haven't. You were there opening night for Thor Love and Thunder, which we still haven't talked about. <laughs> but I think there's a fair <laughs> reason why we haven't. There's not, there's not much to say, is there, really? Yeah. I, uh, to be fair, I went to see that because of work-related reasons. Had I not, I probably would have waited as well. You don't have a job. <laughs> what the, then what have I been doing this whole time? I don't know. <laughs> Damn, that's news to me. Um, no, I don't know. I just find it's tricky to know where to start because I'm not trying to. Ins- I don't want to insult this movie at all because I have my own thoughts about this movie. But well, well, let's start there. What are your thoughts about this movie? For like the position it was in, it's very impressive that they were able to put this together. Given that main characters in this were essentially like like backup characters before. Yeah. Um, and some of them, like some of them, obviously had like fleshed out backstories and stuff. But essentially, you're starting fresh, and you're starting fresh hot off the back of a la- the last movie of the franchise that made a billion. But then you've also got to shoulder the legacy of 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 an actor who was incredibly well respected and is whose passing was very upsetting. Um, so I don't know. I feel like this does this does a lot of stuff right, but I also feel like it, it it's it's a little bit messy in places. Would be my kind of overall sum up of it what about you i think this is better than the first black panther movie Mm -hmm. and i think this is a good movie and i think it's i i think it's yeah i think it's good i definitely think it's more it's trying to do something that's more interesting than the first movie um yeah but I, d- I don't know. I feel like what what I get I get from the sense of this, and I feel like this is kind of maybe not the case in the first one. Is I feel like everyone showed up and they were acting like their lives depended on it. Like it's so clear that everyone that was involved in this was like bringing their A game every single day. Yeah, because they knew the legacy they had to kind of carry. Um, and I feel like maybe that wasn't. I don't. I don't dislike the first Black Panther movie. I just neither found do it, I. It's a good yeah. movie, but I think this is just done better. In terms yeah. of, uh, in terms of story, and in terms of performance, for the most part, um, I think this is a a better movie. It's got issues, and mm. it struggles from ongoing issues with with Marvel at the moment. It's contained; doesn't really have anything to do with any fucking thing else going on in the MCU, which is quite nice. Um, it's concise, which is weird for like a two and a half hour movie. Do you think, I? I wouldn't use concise to describe this. Would you not? No, not in a bad way. But I think it. Um, I think it takes time where way way too many Marvel movies don't to like give you some real character focus and depth. Yeah. But I, yeah, but like I get. I mean, they get to the point in doing it, I suppose. But it's very. Like, it, there's not a lot of action in it, and it's paced quite slowly, obviously, intentionally. I think it's better for that, though. For a mm. movie called Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Black Panther does not show up until two hours into the movie. One hour, 58 minutes, to be exact. And then, finally, we see someone in the Black Panther costume. This movie should have just been called Wakanda Forever. And, yeah, and I think it would have done it, it would have been better for that. Um, just been called Wakanda Forever. Obviously, they have to get the IP in there. They have to, you know... <laughs> Brand synergy! Yes, of course, they're not going to just call it Wakanda Forever. I think it would probably still do fucking numbers just being called Wakanda Forever because everyone knows that. But still, of course, they have to call it Black Panther. 
Everyone um, knows that, but their rule of thumb is you market it to the dumbest person in the world, don't of you? Of course, yeah, of course. My favourite Iron Man movie is Iron Man 3, because um, it's the best one, fight me. Um, and, <laughs> uh, and Iron Man is hardly in that movie. It's it's more focused on Tony Stark rather than Iron Man, okay? Yeah. It's more about the actual characters rather than just the name of the superhero, okay? Um, which which I always prefer. I always prefer the actual person inside the costume and, and their story rather than just, a, you know, a mask fighting and punching guys. Because, sure, don't get me wrong, that, that is fun. That is absolutely fun, and we love to see it. But when it comes down to actual storytelling and really good emotional beats, you're always going to get a better story uh, from the human inside the costume, I think. And this yeah. is is two and a half hours of human stories, which I just I really enjoy. It's you know, it's it's grief, it's learning to deal with all that stuff, it's um religious trauma and trying to come to terms with all of that and if it is there and if it means anything and what all of that means. Um and then, you know, dealing with family and and lot and family secrets and lies and all that sort of stuff and all around i think it's just done a really good job at all that sort of stuff from from a franchise which is mostly just dudes punching each other which again is fun i like dudes punching each other it's mm. good to get something that is actually you know that it actually has heart and it's actually good I, the most boring part of this movie was the third act when everyone was just punching right and how wild is that for yeah. a fucking marvel thing as yeah. well like it's also um, i've got some points later on because i feel like this <laughs> Again, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like slaughter this movie at all because I do there there are components of it which I think are, are like brilliant and some of the stuff some of the best stuff the MCU has done in in recent memory. Um, because when you strip that when you yeah when you strip the people punching each other away, there's really interesting characters here. There's a reason these characters have been going in comics for so long, and it's because there's more to them than just the suits they wear and the villains they have and etc. Like they're actually interesting people. Um. But I did find it quite funny that this came out at a very similar time to uh, Avatar uh, Way of Water as well. <laughs> that, that also has a third act, which is primarily... I haven't seen it. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I mean, this is all in the trailers. I'm not okay. spoiling anything. Um, but this is... this. They basically they have a, a, a third act that is basically fighting in water and yeah. around water. And my God, does it look 10 times better oh, than yeah, some no, of this I, stuff. I've, I've only seen the trailers for Avatar The Way of Water, but I already know that that whole movie looks so much better than the third act of, of this movie because it doesn't yeah. look good. It it doesn't. And, that, and that's, I think, just the ongoing issue with Marvel at the moment. They need to... First of all, they need to give VFX artists more time uh, to work on them rather than turn, trying to turn around a movie every three months. Um, mm. And they also need to pay them more, pay the fucking yeah. VFX artists more than, than what they are doing. They just need more time and money on this sort of stuff because it's getting to a point where it's all just starting to look like shit. And, yeah. and I don't like to say that because I don't like to insult VFX artists and, and that's not what I'm trying to do here because they do really good work and they are under a lot of pressure. But like... The third act of this movie, it it does not look good. No, I, look, yeah, you, you're not wrong. And I don't think it's a bad thing to criticise the, the VFX because it's become such a prominent issue in Marvel creator, in, in Marvel like creativity and, and the VFX process at that studio that it just gets to the point where like, I'm pretty sure they're fucking wanting to, wanting people to call out the shit work mm. because it's not shit work and we've seen it when it's good work 
It's just yeah. that they're not afforded time and resources to make it good. Yeah. Um, especially because like down to like fucking like a couple of weeks before the movie's due to come out, they're changing whole locations and everything. The way these movies are made is that obviously they're shot primarily on fucking green screens so that if a yeah. movie has to come out before it and a location doesn't make sense, they can move it. Yeah. Um, and that, that's that's a problem with the the machine of of what Marvel has kind of become. Um, no, look, ultimately, I think everyone's on top form in this because it's clear that people give a shit. Because like when it's just like in camera stuff, some of the cinematography in this is the like the most effort that people have put into a Marvel movie in fucking years. Mm. Like some of the shots of Shuri in this, where she's just taking an emotional beat, are fucking just stunning to look at and i'm not just talking about like the big vistas and the big wide shots that are supposed to look nice i'm talking about like people in conversations are lit properly and have nice colors in the frame yeah um which is not something we get all the time what do you think some of the um you mentioned that this uh maybe it was just the vfx but you mentioned this movie had some pitfalls that are more speaking to the mcu as a whole what yeah it was, was, was the vfx yeah 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 i that's, think that's, that's just... fair yeah the the overall issue that's going on at the moment. There's there's nothing in terms of story which, um, where I think this movie suffers. There's nothing which you know. There's nothing about it. I I didn't really like the the only thing I could I could think of, which was just a little bit dumb. Was like, um, and this is like jumping way ahead, but like in the just before they're getting ready for the big battle with Namor, they're like, um, ah, oh, he's. They, they figured out like he draws his power from water and they're like oh we need to fight him somewhat we need to figure out a way to get him away from water and absorb all his heat anyway let's go fight him in the middle of the fucking ocean <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay all right <laughs> seems a bit counterintuitive but sure good for you it's, i guess yeah it's a bit i mean i think i think they're doing it to like because they they land that machine the, the the vibranium metal detector machine into the ocean. I think they're yeah. drawing him out, but yeah, at the same yeah. time. I understand. Get him somewhere that isn't the ocean. <laughs> I understand it, but just straight away, he just hit me wrong. He was like, this seems a bit daft, but sure. Why not? <laughs> seems like he's one exploding ship away from being exactly where he needs to be to kill you all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, there's nothing necessarily in terms of, in, in terms of story which... Um, you know, put put a foot wrong or anything for me. What about you? I, I don't think it's again. Uh, it's not. It's not so much the story because it's it's so the 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 issue I have with elements of this story is that other other parts that are so far removed that I just like. I like the story of the legacy of Black Panther and how Wakanda is dealing with um, T'Challa's passing as a nation and the you know nations are nations are basically lining up to take advantage of the fact that they're in mourning mm. um and like what can they get and what can america take from it um i love all of that all of that i think is really really interesting stuff i just think putting everett ross in this is just so beyond pointless because he doesn't do anything <laughs> meaningful at all uh all right, I, so... I think it's mainly like a, a thunderbolts tie-in to explain the the situation between the woman what do you know what her name is? Val, I think her name was. Yeah, Val Fontaine. Uh, Font yeah, Fontaine I, th I think it's mainly just to remind you that she's still there. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that's a good point. So when I said, um, I don't think there's necessarily anything in terms of story which is, uh, wrong or puts a foot wrong here. Um, let me take that back. Um, <laughs> I, I actually forgot about that. I yeah. did actually forget. Which shows how integral it is to the movie. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, you can cut 
most, if not all, of the Martin Freeman out of this, uh, Martin Freeman stuff out of this movie, and it will be better for it. Martin Freeman doesn't do anything wrong. He's fine. He he can even do a pretty good American accent. It's just for the most. It's definitely part, better than it was. It, it is definitely better than it was. It for the most part, it's just not needed to the story. You're right. It's just get ready for Thunderbolts. We're in Thunderbolts, maybe. Or she definitely yeah. is. But hey. There we go. I, I, I wrote a note at one point that said... Um, Remember when she was in uh, Two Captain Americas? She was in Two Captain Americas. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what two Captain America movies is she in? No, you're talking about the Marvel project yeah. that is basically Two Captain America. <laughs> two Captain Americas, yeah. Um, I, I had a note at one point that was basically, um, is Everett Ross's government job been diluted down to basically... Uh, the Wakandans told me this, but they, you can't tell them I told you this, and I'm not allowed to have had any contact with them, but I think someone might be doing this. I don't think that's his job, because no one because no one knows he's in contact with Wakanda, does he? Yeah, but it's all he seems to do is be like, I've had a tip-off. Well, that's like, because... Who yeah, from? Because, <laughs> because that's because he's in a, bl- a movie called Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Lawrence. Yeah, but I guess my point is, why is he in the movie Black Panther yeah, Wakanda Forever? That's true. He shouldn't be. Um, but I'm I all for the coloniser jokes. I love all of that. I love the coloniser jokes, and but I guess now he lives in Wakanda. Uh, just <laughs> he's he's been extradited there, so I don't know. Good for him, I guess. I think the performances in this have leveled up to a insane degree. Um, no, I I think you're right. Yeah, I've, everyone fucking brings their shit. Um, if you will excuse the French. Um, yeah, they they all do an amazing job. Angela Bassett. Fucking phenomenal. She invented acting. Did you know that? I, I didn't know that, but I heard that she's been rewarded for it finally. She's got an Oscar nomination. Well, she's been this. nominated. We'll see if she wins. But um, I think I, I saw... think it's more of a career award for Angela Bassett because she's, I think, I may be getting this wrong, but I'm fairly certain she's been nominated a bunch and never won. Who else has been nominated? Who's she up against? Uh, I think it's, uh, it's Best Supporting Actress, which would mean that Kerry Condon is there uh, from Banshees. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis from... Everything everywhere. No. Um Stephanie uh, Stephanie uh, What? Jamie Lee Curtis for everything everywhere. It's been a weird campaign, Nathan. I like Jamie Lee Curtis, alright? But not for every That is not an Oscar worthy performance. I'm sorry. No. That what? That's got to be a career nomination. Because oh, almost certainly, but Yeah. I don't think she'll win it. Ben, oh that's ridiculous. The, the person I actually think will win it is the actress that plays uh, Joy in Everything Everywhere. She's been nominated as well. That seems more likely. Yeah, but basically I, I, I actually think she has a decent shot of winning this. I actually don't think it's the best performance in the category, but Angela Bassett is fucking... Who do you think it is? Jamie Lee Curtis? No, no. So I think, um, again, I can't remember her name, uh, the girl that plays Joy, the actress that plays Joy. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, that was a good performance. Kerry, Kerry Condon in Banshees is brilliant, but I think Angela Bassett is better than her in that movie. No, fuck that movie. Um, <laughs> never seen that movie. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> On principle, fuck that movie. Um, yeah, no, Angela Bassett is is just simply fucking incredible. Um, like, as soon as I saw the trailer for this movie, and, you, and there was that scene where she's like, my entire family are dead. And I was just like, yeah, no, that's good. Like she, she, she deserves some recognition yeah. for this—a powerhouse performance. That scene at the beginning where she goes to the fucking UN or whatever, and she's just like, "Listen up, you French cunts! Like you fucking, 
You think you can come into my fucking house and try to steal my fucking vibranium? Ah, oh, amazing. So good. Yeah. So fucking good. Um uh what's her name? Letitia Wright was was great as Shuri. Look, yes, problematic shit going on. She shut down production like ten times or whatever. Mm. Um she's got some terrible views, but she was good. She, she was I, good. I I heard as well. I, I don't know if this is the. I don't know if the anti-vax shit was like the the core problematic sh- shit that people had a problem with. But she um, as far as I'm aware, she came out and kind of like maybe didn't like backtrack on her views, but she apologized for like how it was publicized and like a lot of misinformation was spread regarding what was actually going on behind the scenes. Again, I don't know. I, I, as far as far as I can tell, she seems to have kind of gone. Yeah, it's a bad time. Sorry. Um, yeah. And if that if that was the only thing that she's kind of guilty of, then then mm-hmm. fair fucks. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. People, when you're in that light and you're taking over a character, and also one of your friends has just died, it might be. It's probably pretty fucking troubling to be, of course, shouldering the fucking <laughs> the entire hopes and 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 prayers of a franchise. Yeah. Um. And and to take on that burden is probably quite heavy. Um. No, she's fucking. She's great in this, and I think where they yeah. take the character of Shuri not being as instinctively noble as t'challa and um and almost always uh, also not not really having the religious connection that her family have had and i love that so much the the idea that like because she's a genius basically and because she's you know developed so much technology and she's surrounded herself with fucking technology basically she's never really tapped into uh, the religion of Wakanda and, and the religion of her family and her people and all that sort of stuff and she's never been able to find comfort in it I I love that it was just a really fucking good uh, just story beat from them it was really good the I, way they handled all that stuff it's very easy I think and we've spoken about this with people like fucking Ricky Gervais and shit like that mm. it's very easy to push your views of religion I'm not religious I know you're not religious no um, but that doesn't mean I have any problem with people having faith as oh. long as they if it if it keeps people comfortable and it makes people feel secure and happier and they have an easier time going through life with a yeah. faith then crack on the thing that bothers me is when it's pushed onto impressionable people that don't want it yeah or when it's you know used to justify terrible shit yeah exactly when it's yeah. basically <laughs> the crux of all wars is about what a fucking deity that may or may not have existed thinks that you should do or um, why some woman in texas thinks that i should die because of who i love i think you should die it's not because of who you love oh, okay cool thanks actually <laughs> 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 because i don't like you that's all cool. um <laughs> no well, i'm glad we've got that out of the way um no no it's fucking it's yeah it's uh, yeah it's fucking disgusting it's it's just that's when I have a problem with it. So I think this movie, it sidesteps the very, very easy to fall in um, path of patronizing. Of yeah. when you have a character that is shown to be skeptical of religious faith um, and 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 kind of ancestral culture and stuff like that. Uh, it sidesteps Shuri ever feeling like she's above it. Mm. It's just simply not for her. But when you get Ricky Gervais being like, well, no, because God didn't exist. Didn't blah, blah. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. It's, it's so boring at this point. It's Yeah, it's so dumb. Yeah, but so is he. What a cunt. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hashtag Ricky Gervais. Oh no, he's found us on Twitter. <laughs> you, wanna, you don't even need the hashtag. You just put in Ricky Gervais and he'll find it. Uh, Winston Duke, uh, always great. 
Um, mm. And yeah, agree again. <laughs> Whenever he was like, we should kill the fish man, I was like, yes, Winston. We should. <laughs> we should kill the fish man. <laughs> Once again, speaking sense. <laughs> yeah. It was great. And, um, you know, not to jump too far ahead, but maybe he'll be the next Black Panther. Maybe he'll. Yeah, I couldn't really tell because it kind of. It seems like Shuri doesn't want it. Yeah, I think Shuri's done. For her, it didn't feel like she wanted the mantle of Black Panther. It felt like having the, and taking on the mantle of Black Panther was the only way she could embark on avenging her family. This was an obligation that she yeah. needed to fulfill, basically. She needed to, to fulfill this obligation and to be there for her people at this time and, and you know, see through the threat of, of Namor and... Um, Oh, the name Taloka? I can't. Talokan, I believe. Talokan, yeah. Well, whatever, that threat. And yeah, she needed to see that through. I don't necessarily think it's going to be something she continues with, really. No. Maybe. I don't have a problem with it if she does. Like, I like her as Black Panther. It's a good choice. However, one you've got is a good choice. I also wouldn't mind seeing Winston Duke. Be Black Panther yeah. as well. He'd also be a great choice. You need a much bigger suit. Much bigger suit than the one <laughs> the teacher writer's got, yeah. <laughs> that guy's fucking huge. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, you know, you can do it. He's he's He he has the physical uh, the physical presence I aspire to have. Where yeah. he's he's not ripped, but you believe he could beat you up. Oh, he's a, he's a big boy. But he's not like, you can tell he can also, he can also roll on the set after having a burger and it's not going to do anything bad. Yeah. Yeah, good lad. No, I did look. I think um, when it comes down to like who holds the mantle of Black Panther, firstly, I think anyone in the cast can give it a decent run. Yeah. Um, but I, I also think that like where I land on the Tisha right is one, like you kind of alluded to, it's not really a Black Panther movie. Um, it's not. No. It's it's more Letitia Wright. Or it's it's more it's more a Shuri Shuri movie, but she's wearing the Black Panther costume for a bit. I wouldn't even um, say it's more a Shuri movie. I'd I'd say it's more an ensemble piece really i think i think her rage is definitely the focus here for the most part because everyone else seems to be mm. devastated but coping and she's yeah. just stuck yeah um but i i think it as far as it goes and not to put any disrespect on what chadwick boseman did with the role i think she is the best black panther in the best black panther movie and that's that's kind of where i land on it her like her fight scenes the fight choreography fucking great like the, really the ending stuff, yeah. like when she when she gets Namor on the desert and she's just beating the shit out of him it's yeah. brutal yeah it's a great it's a great fight that one at the end mm. uh, and, it, and and it's and again not to fucking jump on the MCU so much how much better does it feel how much more interested are you in the desert fight versus the battle that's going on at sea uh, because was, you care about the fucking yeah. characters that are fighting yeah and it was also shot a lot better as well like, yeah, <laughs> it, it it just looked visually a lot better than just uh yeah the the other stuff which I don't want to talk about too much but it just it just didn't look that interesting. Um, yeah. Did you watch the the IMAX version? Yeah, so it was jumping back with aspect ratios. Yeah, I also watched the the IMAX version, and I I regret it because of that because it was it was all over the place. It was like. <laughs> Now we're in sixteen by nine. Now we're two by three or whatever. It was. It was every like two seconds. It was shifting ratio. I I've been. I I used to. That used to be a big pet peeve for me. But because my local cinema now is an IMAX, and I tend to see a lot of movies in IMAX, I've I've got more used to it. I think. 
Just but. pick one or the other. Just <laughs> just pick one and stick to it. Like, even if you're shooting in IMAX, still fucking crop it or whatever. Or do yeah. it the other way. I don't care. Just pick one and stick to it because it does my <laughs> head in so much. I Listen, like people it. using your IMAX cameras. <laughs> do it the way Nathan wants, who won't go see it in the cinema or in an IMAX cinema for that matter. But when it oh, goes on <laughs> Disney+, Plus, he wants it the way he wants it. For six ninety nine a month. <laughs> Seven ninety nine actually, and oh, also and, and I also could have just watched it in one version if I just watched <laughs> it in the standard. Wait, so they provide you with a different yeah, version? They provide, yeah, they have both options on there. <laughs> You've and done I, the equivalent of walking into a restaurant, ordering food you know you don't like, yeah. and then going, "I hate it! Fuck the chef! He's an I, idiot!" I didn't know it would annoy me so much. To be fair. But it always annoys you. I know, but I didn't think it'd be that bad. You harp on Nolan for this almost every time we ever speak about Nolan. You're yeah, just like, but... yeah, and pick an aspect ratio, why don't you? Well, you should. Yeah, he should. He doesn't <laughs> yeah. get a pass for anything. Sort out your fucking... No. As long as I don't need... <laughs> I shouldn't need subtitles for an English-speaking movie, is what <laughs> yeah. I'll say. Yeah. Um, and he hates chairs or whatever. <laughs> Let's stop. And he hates women. Anyway. <laughs> no, um... no, no. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. He does just watch his movies, it's very obvious. Um, <laughs> uh, what did you think of Namor, the submariner, a little boy with little wings on his feet? Um, I find I found him quite interesting as a character. Um, I think I think he suffered from I'm evil in the third act syndrome. Um, because. <clears throat> Yes, he he's obviously had like a warlord history and he obviously has a distaste for the surface people, as he calls them. Mm. But at the same time, when he was showing Shuri around, he he operated with a lot of the same core values that Wakandans have, which is proud of their culture, happy with what they've built, um, happy with their ancestral history and proud of the nation that they are. And then he went... Like he's looking at someone that could be an extremely potential ally, and basically over a political mistake, uh, he's gone gonna flood you. Like no warning, properly, like flood the entire city, kill the queen in the first fucking act of of aggression. That's well, insane. <laughs> I I I see what you're saying, but to be fair, he did give them very clear warnings. Which yeah, but the, were the clear warning was, let me murder your a child that you're no, looking after. No, he did say, like, fucking don't, don't, you know, don't tell anyone, don't follow me, what, all that fucking shit. And then, you know, those rules were broken and one of his people were killed. He's going to mm. retaliate. I, I don't think he was evil for no reason. He... He had reasons for what he was doing. Again, much like the Wakandans, that he wanted to protect his people, much like they wanted to protect their nation. Again, they're, they're two very similar nations in the fact that, yeah. you know, they're, they're both hidden away. They they both uh, were 
uh, have vib- vibranium and have been able to to use it to the betterment of their own nation and that sort of stuff. Um, and they they are kind of should be allies because of that. But um, yeah, I, I don't think it was just. And now I'm evil. He was he no, was always maybe, a bit unhinged. Yeah, maybe maybe that's an oversimplification of it. I felt <laughs> like he became more evil as the ending of the movie came about. Um, I, I don't know. I just found the act of killing the queen and then like kind of smirking about it. I was like, I don't know. I didn't buy it from the character that was all about family as love. killing the queen? Yeah, because he, he kind of, like Shuri looked up at him, he kind of smirked and said, now you're the queen. And then and then fucked off on his wings. I don't think he smirked. Maybe I, maybe I just read it in a... In a different way, I suppose, but I don't. It felt it felt like kind of smug and victorious to me. But I, I, I don't know. Look, what I what I really like about him, what I find super interesting, is kind of like what he represents in terms of the movie, which is how because we just spoke about how similar the nations of um, uh, fucking uh, fucking Atla- Atlantis. Um, it's not Atlantis. <laughs> don't say that. It's not Atlantis. No, I know. Uh, I've got it written down in my notes somewhere. Talokan. Talokan. Yeah. Because um, we we just spoke about how the nations of uh, Talokan or Talokan or whatever, um, and and Wakanda uh, are so similar in terms of their ideologies, but I find yeah. it how they operate, how like it's 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 crazy how similar they can be, and how they would be willing to wage war against each other based off just the difference in personalities of their leaders. Yeah, like and how like and I think that's where this movie is quite interesting. You get a lot of conversations about what people would do if they were in charge mm. and and like the where people are questioning decisions and like where leeway on certain decisions can just cause such obvious fuck-ups that would be easy to avoid um like nakia like shuri saying i can save this person and war will not have to fucking come about because you've just shotgunned some fucking person in their home yeah uh, and and um and Nakia being like, no, we got to go. Yeah. And like, just like stuff like that. Like, I'm sure if Namor came down and, and we were like, well, look, we were obviously going to try and get her back, but now we're saving her life. I'm sure it'd be a more of a conversation rather than I'm going to come and kill your queen now. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I, I do agree. No, I, I just think he's, he's a very intriguing villain. And I think the decision to kill him is interesting narratively. Uh, no, sorry, sorry to not kill him. I was going uh, to say, did we watch a different movie? Yeah, <laughs> no. The, the decision to not kill him is very interesting narratively. Um, oh, that to not, to me, that's like that makes sense. Like, yeah, do not kill this guy. Do not kill this guy. Like, good, <laughs> goodbye. Fifteen years worth of good stories, movies, and storytelling. Like, <laughs> why would you do that? I'm picturing the Last of Us two haters watching this, being like, he deserves it. Don't kill him. Kill him. <laughs> No. Um, I don't know. For um, yeah, no, I I like all of that. I do like um, uh, I, I I do like kind of the how the cycle of violence. Obviously, it's a tale as old as time, and it seems to be everyone's fucking favorite writer's playbook go to at the minute. Mm. Um, seems to be the the cycle of revenge and how revenge breeds more revenge and hatred, yeah. and you can't. It's not a healthy approach to get over shit. Um, I I like how that was explored. Um. I think it was kind of... I don't want to say rushed. I, th- I just think messy is the way they told that. Okay. Because it kind of... It like, but I, I also... what It's so difficult. Because my, my relationship to this movie, despite the fact I only watched it like four hours ago, is kind of complex, I think. Because it's... I don't... Th- 
messy is perhaps the wrong word. I think the movie is actually doing too many good things that it kind of loses its central focus because it's got all these themes about um fucking like the the american industrial complex and like uh and and two warring nations uh ancestral and fucking religious enforcement um like it, it's doing so many interesting things yeah that i find that i found that the central theme of revenge that they obviously made the core conflict of the movie you shouldn't need a flashback you shouldn't need Killmonger to st- step in for a scene and go, you're like me, you're evil, to drive that home. It felt a little bit, shit, we need to make this clearer. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know if I agree. Um, I like that Killmonger showed up. It's, it's you know, it's always good to see Michael B. Jordan. Um, it, it makes sense that he would show up to me. Um, mm. I think if you're going to get anyone back, obviously they can't get Chadwick back. Um, when that when they did that slow pan around the chair though, fuck, I was shitting myself scared. Do you I was think like, it was going to be it. like a CGI Chadwick or something? I really thought it was for a second. Yeah, yeah. And then when I, I saw that it wasn't Angela Bassett, but I still couldn't see who it was, I went, no, 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 yeah. no, no. The whole the I I knew he was in the movie, so I so I knew it was going to be him. Um, but for for the whole movie, I was pretty much bracing myself at some point to see some CGI Chadwick, and I was like, please, please, don't, 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 yeah. don't. Uh, but they didn't, which you know, good. good. Don't do that. Um, yeah. yeah, they they they. Which seems weirdly respectful for Disney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Normally they would jump on that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, in terms of the Namor stuff, I I yeah, I really liked Namor. I particularly enjoyed his backstory. Um, you know how he's like fucking six hundred years old or summer, and it goes back to like the uh, you know, the Spanish occupation of uh, Latin America and all that sort of stuff. Um, uh, yeah, that was all really interesting. He just straight up said, "I'm a mutant." So you know, <laughs> yeah, there was that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I guess mutants are here now. So it that's... won't stop theory videos on YouTube being like, "Is he a mutant?" <laughs> no, it won't. Yeah. Or TikToks being like, "Guys, I picked up on the obvious, the, the clearly not obvious fact that Namor might possibly be a mutant." <laughs> Did you pick up on this subtle hint in Black Panther too? <laughs> yes. Cut to the clip. I'm a mutant. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like his winged little feet. He's, he's, he's a character that should not work in live action. He's Marvel Aquaman, but dumber and worse because he's yeah. got wings on his feet and he wears a green Speedo. Like, <laughs> like it shouldn't work, but he works. Like, he's, he's good. He looks great. He's menacing. He's very threatening. He's skilled and capable. Um, I, I really liked the look and design of Telecon. Um, I just wish we could have seen more of it because it felt like we saw, like, his... 30 seconds. I'm conscious that my... And I know this is not really the movie's fault, but I also do think it could have done better in certain aspects when it came to the uh, the like the visual design of of, um, of Talakan. Um, I'm conscious that my that me having seen Avatar The Way of Water has coloured my opinion oh, on what is possible. shut up about this movie. Oh, yeah. No, but... At the same time, it's been it was been getting made for ten years, Lawrence. All right. Yeah, I know that. And are you telling me that with Marvel's fucking money, they can't put more into it to make it look better? No, they can, but they don't have ten years. They don't have ten years, but they do have fucking ten billion if they want to. (laughs) Well, yeah, but then it wouldn't make money. Yeah, I know, and I get it. (laughs) But my look, my point is, I I I don't know. I just like 
I just visually I didn't find it interesting. I found that the like for for a nation that's supposed to look beautiful and I love what it represents and I love how everyone looks like they're proud of where they come from and like the costume design of their like um of of like I is it I guess it's kind of like a tribe I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, like the co- the costume design and their like tribal outfits and then their warrior outfits and everything. I love all of that. And they're I just blue. Think the... Out Sorry. of water anyway. They're blue. Yeah, they and they look cool. Yeah. Uh, I just I love all of that about the design. Um and I I just think that like the water in Talokan is like just looks kind of like murky and like I think that's possibly to cover up certain CGI things. I find it just it just doesn't look as interesting as I as I think it could. And I found and I know that the movie wanted me to be impressed because they essentially stopped dialogue to do a music video for three minutes while I watched shots of it. I know I know I I understand your point. I don't think it's fair to compare it to Avatar, but I know what you're saying. Cause uh, okay, you... it's not that fair enough. Then if I if I don't compare it to Avatar, I just still think that they're capable of better than this. Okay, fair enough. That's fair enough. I'd, yeah, like, and I, I don't want to. It didn't like not work. I just found it like. Mm. Do Do you see what I mean about like it? The water looked like dirty water. It just didn't look beautiful. I I wouldn't want to spend an afternoon there. And I think the movie wanted me to. I'd spend an afternoon there. If I can breathe underwater. Yeah, I was just like, I'd drown, personally. <laughs> but if you, if you want to crack on, that's great. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, look, it, it, I like what it represents. I like all of the other elements of design about this nation. I just think that, like, the actual, like, where they, where they hang their hats just didn't look visually appealing to me. Okay, fair enough. Um... Yeah, I, th- I think I kind of disagree. I liked it enough. That's but then fair. again, maybe when I see Avatar Way of Water, I will change my mind and be like, <laughs> oh, that looked like shit. I want to live here on Pandora instead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, who does, to be fair, I would spend an afternoon on Pandora. It looks lovely. You can if you go to Disney World. Can you? Yeah, they have that Pandora section. Is it just like a room with a forest in it, though? Watch Jenny Nicholson's video on it. It's great. I might actually have to do that, yeah. I love her videos. It's a good video. A lot of fun. Um, what do you think of Riri Williams? I was just going to say, Lawrence, what do you think of Riri Williams? Oh, well, you were going to say it, but I said it first, Nathan. So what do you make of Riri Williams? <laughs> this sounds like we're too like, fucking racist trying to avoid the question, doesn't it? <laughs> like, we're, I like her. I think she's, she's a cool character. I think she's good. No, yeah, she's, I, she's I want to be on the right side of history, Nathan. <laughs> Great. Okay. Now it just sounds like you're lying to defend yourself. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I was just. I. It just made me laugh. Then I just. It came across as two white guys deflecting the question. I was like, that's. I should address that because that's not what that is. Um. I. I don't like a suit. So I think they look like shit. I, yeah. The the especially the second one. I was like. When um when they were like you know her and Shuri were designing the suit and they had like the build up to the big reveal of it I was like oh that's 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 not great and and I think again it's mostly a VFX issue because it doesn't look great at all um because it is entirely CGI um but yeah. But no, but Riri herself, she she was she was really fun. I liked her. Yeah, they, they've they've aged her up in this because she's she's younger yeah. in the comics, right? Yeah, she's about fourteen in the comics. Yeah, so in this, she says she's nineteen, and I think that you definitely benefit from that because I'd imagine yeah. the actress is probably like early twenties. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and um, and she she's fun. I like the way she 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 naturally just kind of like gets involved in the banter straight away. Yeah, um, ripping Okoye's fucking like hair or wig. Oh my or something. god. How have we not talked about Okoye yet? Fucking... Oh, we'll get there. But first, 
I just, I know you're not a Power Rangers man. <laughs> no, I'm not. But Riri Williams' second costume looks like when they do, so the Red Rangers have, in some series, have the capability to do this thing where yeah. they draw power from the other Rangers, which will depower the other Rangers, but will transfer all of their power into the Red Ranger. And, you know, because of that, to indicate that to seven-year-olds, yeah. The Red Ranger gets a beefier, bulkier, more armoured suit. I I have seen episodes of Power Rangers yeah. with the Red Ranger bulky armoured suit yeah. that look better than what they did here. <laughs> That's harsh. No, it's, it, it might be. It's also true. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it, it, and again, I'm not slighting the VFX. This is not your fault. This is Marvel Studios' fault. Yeah. I just, yeah. I don't know. I just think also... It's an important character to some people. It's also yeah, yeah. When when you boil it down to it, like already, already, is it not only in an incredibly important movie? It's also supposed to be the legacy of fucking their poster boy, Iron Man. Uh, not really. She's fucking. She's Ironheart. She's basically yeah, the next yeah, Iron Man. Yeah, but it's not. It's not like I don't think Riri's necessarily the legacy of Iron Man. I think like she's her own character. Yeah, sure. It's the I. It's the a iron character but i don't think she's like she's not carrying the mantle i guess yeah she's she's not like no one's no one's come up to her and is like hey you're the next tony stark kid or whatever she's just following she's just doing what she does i i know what you're saying but i think i don't know i guess i, I guess for... I, I guess i guess what i'm trying to say is like she doesn't have like the pressure of being the next iron man she's not she's not like out here trying to fulfill that role you know, like Tom Holland's Spider-Man is always like, oh, I've got to be the next Iron Man or whatever. She yeah. She's not out here like pining for Tony Stark's death or trying to fill that role or anything. No, I, I get maybe legacy is maybe, maybe legacy's the wrong word. But if I don't know, it just for me, it, feel, it feels a lot like um, they'd want the next time you see a live action Iron Man suit for it to look better than it does here. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's no, that's fair. That is that is very fair. Um, hopefully, you know, by the time Ironheart, the series, and, and Armor Wars, which maybe she'll be in, rolls around, um, mm. hopefully, you know, they get to spend more time on it, and uh, and it can look better. Didn't she Didn't she have to leave the suit in Wakanda? Yeah, sure, he didn't let her take it yeah. away. Yeah, so maybe she's back to, to building her own, which is I mean, good, because it, it looks It like makes shit. sense. It does, like... <laughs> it, it, firstly, one... You can't start Riri Williams with that fucking level of OP. Iron oh Man, so. yeah, it's almost certainly made entirely out of vibranium. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's just, she's just literally just become too overpowered in her first appearance. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point actually. Yeah, um, and and also it'd be weird oh. to have a movie about nations fucking hoarding wealth, uh, and then they're like, "Have this, go on." Yeah, It'd probably cost like four billion, but off you pop. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, good um, bit of fun though. Um, also. Uh, Okoye was great. I love I loved Okoye. Um, she d- does an absolutely great performance when she was kind of like when Angela Bassett sacked her. I was like, oh, but it's not her fault. She she did so good. She, if you didn't mean it, she was willing to die. She was yeah. gonna die defending her. She's a, she's a very good person, and I like her. Don't don't hurt her. She's really nice. Um, I think it's yeah. great to see that actress fucking actually given some meaty material because she was in The Walking Dead and wasted for fucking yeah. years. Yeah, she really was, um, and and yeah, she she's great as uh, Koya. What's her name again? Um, uh, Dan Dan Danny Danai oh, Guerrero. Yeah, Danai Guerrero. Um, yeah. that, that may be wrong. I'm that's off the top of my head. Yeah, no, re- really good. Um, that being said, again, her costume, her new one looked like shit as well. Like 
what is what is this? <laughs> Just the, bad. Look, the predator fucking <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> like like neon blue as well like it just yeah it felt like an assault of colors yeah and like i just i don't know very strange also if it ain't broke don't fix it the dora milaje armor is fucking great yeah but she's not a dora milaje now is she but the queen died sure he could have made her one fucking i mean yeah like, she could wow have. wow fucking write it in but <laughs> I, she wouldn't be the general now though because they have a new general and, it'd be and that's fine. To, they it'd all be wear harsh. the same shit anyway. Well, no, because the general wears gold. Oh, yeah, true, I suppose. And the others wear silver. I mean, it's basically the same. She just has different coloured metal. <laughs> they, they, It was <laughs> enough for them to write in an entirely new suit for her that they'd been prompting at for since Act 1. Yeah. It would have been a lot easier to just be like, but I'm no longer a Dora Milaje. No, you are now. I'm queen. It's fine. <laughs> and they kept saying that Okoye hates her new costume and then they show her down and I was like yeah me too girl me too it's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not good. I kept seeing it on the rack and I was like that doesn't look too bad like it was fusses <laughs> about and then when she came yeah. she jumped into action I was like oh uh, yeah also totally different fighting style I guess yeah, fuck, like, why fuck she your iron- martial arts out <laughs> yeah she's just Iron Man now I guess <laughs> like, there's just three Iron Men now in this in this fight like Mate, the, uh, the, the, the MCU is filled with a roster of incredibly fucking capable fighters and different styled fighters. Yeah. And I just think the MCU fumbling the bag of making giving everyone a fucking um, hand blaster is just so exhausting. Le- like, Okoye does fucking amazing. You remember when she fucking just dragged her, she fucking shoved her spear through the car yes. and used it to fuck up that other car? Like... She doesn't need one of these suits, man. Just no. let her be her. Also, she's in she's in like all of the action sequences in this movie. Yeah. And in every single one that she's in, she's doing the most interesting action. Her yeah. fight scenes are the most interesting, apart from the third act. Um, but that that's because you've dressed her up like a fucking knob. <laughs> that one, the one with her and that fucking big guy on the bridge. I really liked that. Great, yeah. Fucking killed it, man. I like that guy as well because it seems like it's the first time in a while he's had a worthwhile fucking opponent to fight. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, him sliding her spear back to where he was like, no, it's just fucking. I haven't had a punch up like this in 100 years or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is well all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that guy as well. Uh, kind of the last thing as we, we sort of wrap up here, obviously, he, uh, you know, the, the presence of Chadwick was, you know, or the, the you know, the, the lack of presence of Chadwick, should say, was. It was definitely noticed. It was definitely felt. Um, it was really the opening to this movie was really emotional. Obviously, mm. um, you know, like Sherry trying to save him or whatever, and then the moment where you know Angela Bassett walks out, you can you can just see it on her face that he's gone, he's gone, like without her even needing to say it. Um, really emotional stuff. And then the the MCU logo as well, particularly mm. um, emotional. It was just silent, no fanfare. Just you know, the images of Chadwick and and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, just really good stuff, and obviously just fucking tragic that he wasn't here to do it. Really. Yeah. No, and I think I think the way they handled it was the best they could have done. I do like how kind of everyone has dropped the suspension of disbelief collectively for this movie because whilst it's still a plot and they're playing characters, yeah, this movie in a subtle way 
far more is about the passing of Chadwick Boseman than the passing of T'Challa, the Black Panther. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get he was that to a lot of children and represented like kind of the first mainstream like black superhero in the MCU. And, and I get mm. that that was a massive deal, but it's more it is way more kind of about people lost a friend um, mm. and you can yeah. feel that from his friends making this. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I, yeah, I just think I, I'm happy that kind of everyone came together and and was were able to like like to give to give Marvel their credit. Like there have been other franchises that that crucial elements and crucial actors in those franchises have passed away. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes they're tasteful and sometimes they're Paul Walker. Um, <laughs> and I just and I think that to give to give Marvel their credit. They went, he's not here. His performance stands alone as what it was, which was great. Yeah. Now we move forward whilst doing the best we can to honor it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and the, the post credit scene as well was particularly emotional and touching. When, yeah. Uh, when it's revealed that he's got a son. Um, <laughs> could have just been in the movie, though. <laughs> Yeah, it could have been. Like the, yeah. the post credit scene, I, I, the post credit scene picked right back up on pretty much yeah. the same shot of the end of the movie. <laughs> the exact same thing happened in Spider Man um, Far From Home, I think. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I think it's just one of those things. Oh, we need a post credit scene. Oh, let's just use the last five minutes. That'll do. Yeah, yeah. We'll just chop <laughs> it off. Yeah. Just chop yeah. it off. Put it behind the 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 main credit sequence. There we go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Job done. Was there two in this? I didn't stay. Uh, no, there wasn't. Just the one. I thought once they ended it with like this is this is um, T'Challa's son. I was like, be weird to put like a Howard the Duck thing after this, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a silly little thing at the end. Yeah, um, like fucking Harry Harry Styles is here with his fish or whatever the fuck Patton Oswalt was. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. No, I I, I liked all that. Um, I I like, obviously Shuri comes to terms with it all, um, and you know, hopefully she'll she'll have a relationship with her her nephew and stuff. Well, you imagine she would anyway. Mm. Uh, going forward, but yeah, it did kind of seem like you know we talked about this earlier, but it did kind of seem like um, it maybe it's the end for Shuri. I don't know if that's the case at all, but it was kind of also like a um, I don't know a bit of a closing for her, really. I I felt like that, and I also feel like I I. I mean, Marvel have proven me wrong in the past and done things that I wouldn't have expected them to do. Um, and I've been wrong about my initial kind of skepticism of it. Um, but this feels so personal that it would yeah. now feel weird to cut to um, the next Black Panther movie and Shuri's just going about doing this. Yeah. Because this it felt like such an emotional, personal fucking quest for her. And then to bring in M'Baku at the end, um, which is essentially being like, I'm just going to be Black Panther now. Um, it just felt like that would be an interesting way to go. And also, this is such a phenomenal cast of actors. Give them all a fucking spin. Yeah. Fucking, I don't know, make it a fun, make it a recurring thing at the end of every movie. Like fucking, like at the end of the next one, Nakia comes over and is like, M'Baku, I don't think you're doing a good job. I'm going to be the next Black Panther in the next movie. <laughs> uh... Yeah, same. Time for bed for Nathan. But before <laughs> bed, Nathan, hit that theme. Oh, fuck, I forgot about this. <laughs> Another happy question. 
If you skip the intro, what we do is I ask Nathan a question. It pertains to the thing that we are talking about, which was obviously Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I ask him a question, and he has the sum total of the recording length for him to have a little think about it. And then uh, now he will tell me his answer. So the question I asked him... It's not fair, though, is it? Because I also have to do a podcast (laughs) during that time. So I don't really get a chance to think about it. But sure, go on, continue. It's about how quickly can you think on your feet, Nathan. Not very. <laughs> it kind of defeats the point of even yeah, <laughs> making you wait for the answer as well, doesn't it? Yeah. No, it's a, it's a retention tool. Um, <laughs> what I asked Nathan was what other plot lines he would have considered for this. So he's in the same boat. Chadwick Boseman has sadly passed away and he has to write a Black Panther script with the characters from the first one from scratch. So where are you, where are you going to take it? <laughs> Or are you not? And are you going to let someone else direct it? Because that seems like a lot of work. Well, I'll probably do that. First of all, I don't think I should direct it. I have no um, experience or skills. I'm not a director. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just some guy. It's a hypothetical question, maybe. I don't know why Kevin Feige hired me. I mean, I'll take the millions of dollars. But, like, I don't know why I'm doing this. But anyway, I am. A bit weird that you take that opportunity away from a man of colour, Nathan, but that's fine. Come on now. Um, what I would do is I would, um, I would, um, I, 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 no, here's what I do. I would have a movie. Where, oh, that's good. That's a good place to start. Yeah. It's a good starting point here. Look, this, this probably won't be good, but my, <laughs> what, what I was thinking during the, the run up to this movie, I had an idea where of of what it potentially could be um and and so let's just go with that so what i what i was thinking it potentially could be um is the you know in the in the wake of uh t'challa's uh very unfortunate unfortunate passing wakanda like like in this movie is left without a protector um so everyone is trying to figure out what the the next what the best option is for them to continue Angela Bassett has taken over, you know, the the mantle of the monarch's role uh, for the nation. Um, you know, she's also a little bit older, so she's not going to take on the role of, of the protector. So what she does is she looks to um, her, you know, her council, her trusted advisors and everything like that. And it's instead of it becoming one Black Panther, it's a mantle that's shared, you know, between, between M'Baku, between Nakia, uh, between Ooh. Okoye... Uh, maybe sure can join in too, um, and it's kind of like a a, a role that's shared and pa- not a team up. That it's not a team of Black Panthers. It's the one role that's shared. Where's like uh, where's the conflict? Who's closest? I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. As in that's what I'm saying. Is it like no. it would be like oh Winston Duke is downtown and the explosion yes. was there, so he's the closest Black Panther. So we yeah, all jump ex- on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and <laughs> so, they're, and- so they're cops basically. <laughs> no, no. Definitely not. <laughs> they are one hundred percent not cops. Weird they, choice, uh, Nathan. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> they are, they're not cops. Um, they are just they share the the mantle of the Black Panther. And the villain is, let's say, I don't know, NYPD. There we go. Uh, thank you very much for listening to this episode. Uh, if you like these episodes, they go live. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a bomb in the studio. Uh, If you like these episodes, they go live every Fridays at 10am. 
you can give this uh, give us a little follow if you like. Give us a follow at Another Happy Pod. Uh, we are on Twitter. We are on TikTok. We are on Instagram. Might uh, as well just stop can... saying TikTok. Yeah, we may as well not be on TikTok because yeah, um, like, I'm not going to do it. Update it. That's fine. So, <laughs> I mean, if you want to, he's drawn a line head. in the. It'd be my guess, but hey, I edit another podcast now, so it's no longer my responsibility. No, true. There was a solid like three months where you didn't know, and it was your responsibility. Yeah, but now I do. So there we go. <laughs> but but that's over. You missed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You missed your window. So. <laughs> Uh, you can give us a, a little review if you like. Uh, five stars, please, would be appreciated if you or enjoyed more. this. Or more. Uh, yeah, we want to clarify again the highest possible rating uh, for your highest possible opinion, which is of us. Uh, we we hope we, 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 I guess, I don't know, it's a very egotistical outro today. Yeah. Um, we, uh, you can also check out our other podcast. Nathan mentioned it up top. It's still got legs. It's a Doctor Who rewatch podcast. Shit, press the wrong button, sorry. Oh, no. No, keep talking, it's fine. Uh, you can also check out our other podcast, which has still got legs. It's a Doctor Who rewatch podcast. comes out every Monday at 10am, uh, where we're basically tackling the Revival series, going through episode by episode, talking about the shit that we like. We are trying to gain some traction for it, so check it out. Give it a little review, uh, and let us know if you like it. Shout out to Dr. Keys on YouTube for supplying this beautiful little theme song. For the fatty beats that you, you do be kind of hearing, though. Yes. Um, next week, we are on this podcast, I should say, we are going to be doing this. Sorry, my hands a bit wet. It's, it's not we. All right. Yeah. It's Mahita. It's the wedding episode, Nathan. Next week will be... I will be getting married when you're listening to it. So that's great. So that'll be me when you're listening to this, uh, to the next week's episode. So wish me luck. Good luck. If I don't, well, that's the last time they'll hear from me. No, it's not no. the last time they'll hear from me unmarried. They'll hear from you on your wedding day. Yeah. <laughs> so many buttons today. <laughs> it's your choice. I know, I'm all over the place. I know. Da da da. Another Happy Pod is brought to you by Another Happy Studios, filmed live in front of a live studio audience. That's not true. <laughs>